this is Kay Wilson and again I am with the lovely Kaz. Hello. And we are very happy to be here because today we are talking about a really powerful topic, one that has affected all of us and that is judgment. And the perspective we would like to take on it is why judgment is a reflection of you. Now that might seem odd to some people but I would just like to explain the thinking behind that. And that is that each of us has what we call a dark and a light side. And our light side are those parts of ourselves that we like, that we approve of. That's what social media is filled with, all these images of parts of us that we want to show off. And equally, each of us has a dark side, the elements of our personality that we're not so proud of perhaps, our angers, our envies, our fears. And the reality is, is that each of us holds our own light and dark and we are drawn to those who demonstrate the same qualities of light, the same qualities that we approve of in ourselves. When we see them demonstrated by another, we are drawn to them because we approve of them in ourselves, therefore when we see them outside of ourselves, we also approve of them. And equally, we also, from a dark perspective, when we see people um, expressing qualities that we don't approve of in ourselves, we equally disapprove of them in others. And so, when we are judging those around us, and judgment can be approving as well as disapproving, we are, in actual fact, making decisions about them based on our own perception of ourself. So judgment is often simply a projection of yourself onto those around you. So helping yourself understand this means that you can start to shift the way that you act with judgment. Because Judgment can be a very challenging dynamic to work with, but when you come from the realization that everyone around you is being bracketed into these light or dark aspects of whether you approve or disapprove of them, then you know that the ability to actually overcome that judgment sits within you. For example, if I see, I remember actually clearly being upset with my husband for not doing enough around the house at one point and thinking to myself, oh, he's so lazy. And about a week or so later, I was, I'd just made myself some lunch and I was sat down by the sofa and the bowl I'd had my lunch in was on the table. And I'd just finished, put the bowl down, sat on the sofa looking at the bowl and I was like, Oh, I think I'm just going to relax for a few minutes and just chill. And then this voice inside my head turned around and said, put your bowl in a dishwasher, don't be so lazy. Yeah. And straight away I realised that this hard time I was giving my husband was really a reflection of the hard time I gave myself. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really the crux of what we experience as judgement, is actually our internal perception of ourselves projected onto those around us Mm -hmm. which is why we can be so baffled by other people's 
judgment of us because often it can come from completely out of the blue and we don't understand why they think that we are a certain thing and the reality is is because they are seeing us through their lens their perception of light and dark so then it's about how we decide to act in response to that and i will say to that that when you realize that if someone's judging you i used to take that so personally and almost to the point where i'd figure out how do i shift my behavior in order to have their approval Mm. or whatever Mm. and i think a lot of us do that Mm. even if we don't know we're doing it Mm. but when you realize that um try and think of as an example like say someone judges you on your weight Mm. It might be a reflection that they're very conscious about their weight, conscious about their own weight, not where they want to be, have an idea of what weight people should be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and if you're sitting there and you're pretty happy with your weight and pretty happy with yourself, if you can recognize that it's a reflection of themselves, um, that actually allows you to almost have a bit of a barrier and it kind of floats off you in a way. Absolutely. But it's a bit hard it, it, to do that if you're not aware. One, aware, and two, able to assure yourself. It actually, what it does is reveal the relationship we have with ourselves. Because it's one thing to acknowledge that someone else's judgment is a, their own, is a, a manifestation of their own perspective. It's another thing entirely to let ourselves off the hook. Because someone can turn around and say, why have you done that, that you should have done this? And you might completely disagree, but your ability to accept their perspective, no matter how right or wrong you think it is, can be very challenging at times. Because we all have this, yeah, there's a strong belief in our society that you need to be right. To be wrong is, is not, a very good situation to be in. We don't see that as a learning place. We see it as a failure place, which is a real shame. Yeah. Because it means that a lot of us are terrified of being called out or being found wrong. Mm-hmm. And and yet the reality is that we're only ever wrong in the eyes of someone else's sphere of judgment. So what are we doing to ourselves when we're the one that is judging other people? Okay, so when we're the ones judging other people, firstly, awareness of it is really important. Now, I remember the first time I realized this reflection perspective was when I was back in corporate. I was in corporate for 15 years and I was working for um, a big um, insurance kind of company. Uh And um, basically, I had a team of people that I was responsible for and they, it was challenging. Managing other people is really challenging. And, um, and I remember having a particular issue. Um, well, I, I had three different people. I had one lady who worked really hard and was really amazing and always, never really took credit. Mm-hmm. And was always based, a bit of a martyr, I guess. And then I had this other guy who I felt was a bit lazy and was always, um, he would go through um, bouts of trying really hard and then he would kind of 
fall off every now and again and it would frustrate me because I didn't feel he was consistent and and then this well we'll stick with that anyway what this at some point I realized that in each of these people were reflections of myself I at that point was trying very hard to get recognized because I wanted to get promoted and so I was working super hard being the martyr and was fearful of it not being acknowledged mm -hmm. and I would get disappointed if I felt that my work wasn't being acknowledged but at the same time I wasn't showcasing it either because I also didn't want to appear to be arrogant mm -hmm. and I recognized that all of these qualities were being represented in these two staff members and I realized that if I could find it within myself to say the work that I was doing was enough and to actually give myself credit for the work that I was doing and also give myself permission to start showcasing what I was doing at like monthly, I started doing like monthly updates for people. Mm -hmm. And I would do a little showcase of what the work I had been doing. And I started getting a lot more credit. But it was funny because I wasn't actually so worried about receiving credit. It was more what I got out of the experience was the joy in allowing myself to do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I had just been consistently attacking myself really. That's not enough. Why aren't I being recognized? I must not be good enough because I'm not getting recognized. Where in actual fact, when I gave myself permission to showcase what I was doing, I received the attention that I wanted. But actually, I felt better already because I was acknowledging me. And so when we are confronted with realizations that the people around us are challenging for whatever reason, the first thing I do is find out what it is within me that they are reflecting. So with this guy who was inconsistent, I was really challenged there because I thought to myself, okay, well, if this, um, if this is a reflection of me, where am I not consistent? And I felt that I was pretty consistent. But then I noticed with my friends and other people that they sometimes were not consistent and that would really bother me too. And what I realized was that I was actually very bothered about being consistent with my work. And so, because I was so hard on myself at, for being consistent... You were judging someone else for not being... Exactly. Yeah. When someone else wasn't, I was doubly judgmental of them. Mm -hmm. So, not only can it reflect the qualities that you um, express, it can also reflect your disapproval of certain aspects that mm. you could express but choose not to because you disapprove of it. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, it does. I've got someone that is challenging me at the moment because I'm quite, um, let's just say that they don't have a plan right? and there's a bit of risk there and I'm someone who's quite factual and yeah. likes to have a plan and I'm, I know that it's upsetting me because I value in myself that if it was my issue I would be tackling it in a certain way. So it's, it's not actually about them. Um, it's more about me. Yeah, it's yeah. an opportunity for your own growth. Yeah, and that's it. And it's actually, and which is actually why it's a gift, 
because if we can see our judgment of others, recognize it sits within us, then start to make changes to ourselves, feel better for it, who's benefited? We have. Yeah. And so actually judgment, which is so um, feared in our society, is actually a very powerful tool if you harness it. Mm. You know, but it, it does require that you don't take things personally. And if you are used to giving yourself a hard time, and it's so used to it that it's become your comfort zone, it can be really challenging for you not to do that. Mm-hmm. So, What do you mean so used to it that it's become your comfort zone? So people sometimes find it challenging to break out of a mindset that is, it's all my fault. Or if I was better, this wouldn't have happened. Or I'm clearly not enough because such and such. And it's become such a mentality uh, and a, a core belief, if you like, that it can be really challenging for them to suddenly start to make small ch- like changes to that in terms of going, well, maybe I'm doing the best I can. And maybe I can't be anyone else other than who I am. So that kind of has to be enough. And if that's true, then how do I start to accept that I am all that I am? You know, when we, particularly if there's been a strong parent or guardian figure growing up that was very um, blame-oriented, we can often have developed patterns of um, belief, mental narrative that run with that, that are always looking for self-blame or to self-blame rather so yeah it can be sometimes quite challenging but it always starts with small shifts and above all awareness of what your narrative is as well mm-hmm. um so judgment of others reflects how we judge ourselves receiving judgment by others um can be obviously very challenging but as you said earlier when you recognize that everyone is their own little universe Mm -hmm. and they're all experiencing their own uh, challenges and dramas if you like everyone's doing the best that they can exactly and actually it's about how we start to connect with the people around us instead of seeing everyone as separate to us because judgment relies on someone being other than you. You can't judge, well, you can judge yourself, people do judge themselves, but a lot of judgment comes from the concept of separation. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of um, explain what I mean, I'd like to share a little story about, um, I was told this story recently, actually, and I thought it was a really beautiful demonstration of connection because it's about this woman that goes to a supermarket and she is at the till and her groceries run up and they're 450 over what they should be and she realizes this and she turns around to the teller and she says oh you've overcharged me 450 and the teller is a bit annoyed by it says oh and she like goes back takes whatever it was off and then it's all correct but as this woman goes to leave the shop the guy that was packing the bags gives her a hand to take the bags out to the car. She turns around to him and says, can you believe how rude that teller was? I mean, I was completely in the right to say what I did. And the guy turned around to her and said, 
that lady's having a really hard time. She's just discovered that her son's got cancer this week and she's trying to find out, figure out how she's going to find the money to fund the care that's needed. And immediately this woman's judgment vanished. And it's so powerful when we can drop into a space of connection mm. as opposed to a space of separation, then we move into a place of being judgment free. I have a friend who um, said to me last year, I always lead with empathy. Mm. And I love that because it's compassionate. Everyone is fighting a battle you don't know anything about. Yeah. And I know that that quote is thrown around a little bit, but it's, it's quite true. Like, mm. you know, um, for example, I don't like friends who are rude to waitresses or I don't have friends like that but if I ever saw that behavior I would think oh, come on like you don't know if that person is working a job to pay for that sort of treatment or to you know there's a situation happening in their life that they're fighting their own little battle I think you should always lead with empathy with whoever you're interacting with because you really never know so that's actually a really beautiful example you've given because though I'm Never mind what, whether what you're saying is right or wrong. The realization, and all of us in this situation may have the opportunity to line up with what you just said, but the choice in it is to observe someone who might be being rude to a waiter and equally recognize that they may not be having the best time mm. or unable to find empathy because they've got too much of their own attack noise going on inside. So, being aware of how insidious judgment is in all of us and how we choose to respond to it is really powerful. And what it actually ends up being, or I'm discovering, is it's acceptance. Mm -hmm. Acceptance that everybody around you is doing whatever they're doing for whatever reason. So when you're driving and someone cuts you up, Instead of getting angry, just like, right, they must be in a hurry or whatever it is, and I wish them well on their way. or And starting to kind of even see those moments as enjoyable because you recognize that in that moment where you expand yourself and accept them however they come to you, accept all the people around you as however they come to you, no matter what their interactions are, whether you approve or disapprove of them, you are in that process becoming more and more compassionate which is where a sense of peace and happiness will come from so have you got anything you'd like to add Kelly? no i think people should lead with empathy if more people could lead with empathy the world would be a better place it would be a happier place in fact yeah. Yeah, there's um, a country in Scandinavia, I believe. Yeah, say this has, story. I love um, this. They have a lesson that, or uh, scheduled as part of their timetable, is an empathy lesson at schools. At schools, you mean? And these are young kids. Yeah. And it's so incredible because they sit in circle and they each take turns to share wherever they're at at the moment. And what this does, obviously, is allow each of them to see that they each have issues with. I don't know, their schoolwork or their friends or their families. And, and in sharing, you then 
are able to see how much you have in common with each other, mm. not what your differences are. And your ability to judge becomes null and void. So yeah, empathy is a beautiful expression of being. And it comes when, when you observe judgment, you use empathy. And when you receive judgment, you use empathy. And most importantly, both of those on the inside as well. Yeah. I hope that this is useful and it serves you. And if you would like a coaching session with me, please get in touch. You can find me at www.kwilson.love or you can message me directly at hello at kwilson.love. Wishing you all the best. Thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye.